Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Joe Biden really thinks there's a threat to America coming from people who support Trump? It's funny, those people think there's a threat to America coming from Joe Biden. And the wheels keep turning, people. This is where we're at. You know, I, I'm, I can remember uh, the conversation of not evil, just wrong. You may have never heard that. That the political right thinks that the uh, political left is wrong. The political left thinks the political right is evil. There's a, that, that difference is, is incredible. But exactly what it is we're experiencing. And for Joe Biden to give a speech, as he's going to do tonight, on the threat to democracy. Well, this is, uh, this is pretty precious right here. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today, it's good to be with you guys. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I'm going to watch this thing. I have to. It's my job, people. I'm Donald Sutherland all of a sudden in Animal House. Of course I'm going to watch. Of course I'm going to see what it is that, that, that's, that's going on. I'm going to listen to the president who has already gone through with us time and again and again and again this radicalness of where he thinks he is good and decent and just. Police lost their lives as a result of that day. Police lost their lives. One of the officers said it was worse than anything he had experienced in war in Iraq. So let me say this to my MAGA Republican friends in Congress. Don't tell me you support law enforcement if you won't condemn what happened on the 6th. Don't tell me. Can't do it. For God's sake, whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? I'm not on your side. Wait, 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 wait. If, if, if side is I'm not on the side of government being the all-ending, all-encompassing, most important part of life in America. I am not on the side of excusing some riots for other riots. I am not on the side of pushing policies that reduce the rights, the freedoms, and the opportunities of Americans. I am not on the side of paying off anybody's student loan debt. I'm not on the side of locking down Americans due to COVID as if somehow that's going to save lives. I'm not on the side of extending eviction moratoriums against the rulings of the Supreme Court as if somehow that is decent. Attacking the rights of property owners is never, ever, ever decent. There's a lot of things I'm not on the side of. So when you ask me whose side am I on, I'm not quite sure how I answer the question. Do I favor law enforcement? Yes. 
How dare you tell me you do when you saw riots in Minneapolis and Indianapolis, my beloved Indy, and in Portland and in Seattle, and you did nothing. You didn't open your mouth while you sat in the basement while this happened. You didn't say, ungats. Whose side am I on? Let's change the question or at least the focus. Whose side are you on? Because it's not the Constitution's side. The president cannot engage a spending bill. That starts with Congress. Yet you want to say $10,000 of your student debt, gone. You're welcome, kid. Let me put on my aviators, get myself some ice cream. I'm not on that side. How dare you be on that side? Whose side are you on? The Constitution doesn't give you the power. Hell, it doesn't even give you the primacy. The primacy belongs to Congress. Three co-equal branches. Stop being silly. And if you believe that, you wouldn't have taken a look at the Supreme Court talking about eviction moratoriums and said, ah, we'll do it anyway. Maybe we'll get another month or two out of it. We'll see what we can get away with. What we could get away with? My God, you sound like Trump with classified documents. Too soon? No? Yes? Can I get a ruling? Something? We're good with that? We're not? No? Ah. Things come at you pretty fast, people. Bob and weave. Bob and weave. Whose side are you on? Now, I will tell you, I, I always stop it there. I always stop it there. I, I've yet to hear the rest of it. Let, let's play the rest of, of, of Joey B. Look. You're either on the side of a mob or the side of the police. You can't be pro-law enforcement and pro-insurrection. You can't be a party of law and order and call the people who attacked the police on January 6th patriots. You can't do it. We saw cops attacked all across the country. And that's exactly how those attackers were referred to. You wouldn't even admit that Antifa exists. So what does one do in this in this moment where they're 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 laying out for you they're sharing with you their plan this is the 2022 plan this is how they believe they're going to survive the midterms keep the senate are they do they think they're going to keep the house it's to a say that anybody who disagrees with them is a fascist, and then, of course, Trumpity Trump, Trump, Trump. We still don't know what was in them exactly. It's not been precisely right. revealed. That's true. Uh, so we're still engaging in a lot of speculation. Number three, you know, there's competing viewpoints out there and narratives about uh, whether he's going to be indicted or not. I mean, there was some writing in the New York Times article about the documents this morning that indicated they may not be moving swiftly to indict him, although... There's some other conservative legal commentators I read tonight, Andy McCarthy over at National Review, who thinks it was a clear statement that they are going to indict him. So it's, it's, it's like not clear what's going to happen here. But, but what is objectively true is you don't have to sit around and speculate and make up reasons why he might or might not have done it. You can just simply say, 
well, I don't know that he should have done it, but I don't know what's in the document, so I'm withholding judgment. That's a better option than musing about that. Well, I think a better option is what you said, is that he shouldn't have... He should not have had the documents. That's objectively true. But yeah. whether or not he... I think, what, I think what is true is that the archives and the DOJ, they just they wanted the records back and they went in and got them. I think that's all... Whether he's going to be indicted, or, you're right about that. I think we, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But the point is, aren't they running out of excuses? Don't you think Republicans are running out of excuses on this? Excuses about what? Classified information at Trump's place? This is, this is your 2022. Trump's guilty no matter what. And if you even ask a question, fascists just making excuses. That's, that's a nice box you're trying to build. It only works if you buy into it. Could Trump have had documents he wasn't supposed to have? Absolutely. Is Trump a great guy who makes great decisions? Not so much all the time. None of that matters. Did the FBI, do they have a case? They, they believe it's likely that Trump tried to keep these documents from him? From them? Likely. You're going to prosecute on the idea of likely? Knock yourselves out. You're so radically obsessed with Donald Trump. Radically obsessed. You can't let this go. I'll get into this. These fetishists on, on Trump, but it's, it's, it's worse than that. I'll, I'll talk about it later. This is their one-two punch. They're working the stuff to make it all Trump all the time. You can't even be opposed to the raid. I, I, I'm opposed to the raid. I'm opposed to a warrant that says they're looking for fruits of crime. I'm sorry, that's a little too broad for my interpretation of the Fourth Amendment that discusses a listing of the things to be seized. Fruits of crime, not so much a listing of items, but rather a broad look. Everything we shouldn't want in our republic. Oh, that's another thing. He's going to keep talking about democracy. We're a republic. Biden, the, the focus of the speech tonight is the soul of the nation. Remember, he wanted to unify the nation with his whole soul. How do we expect that to happen? Look at how you attack people. Look at how you punch at people who disagree with you. Look at what your party does. Look at what your press secretary does. You don't have the soul of the nation in your heart. You're a divisive guy. Joe. Has no one told you you're a jerk? No one has brought this up to you, Joe? You're a jerk, Joe. You've always been a jerk. You've always been mean. You've always been rude. You've always been an elitist snob. Always, 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 always. And a liar. My gosh, remember just a month ago, they were telling us that the Inflation Reduction Act was going to reduce inflation. Now I've got Democrats saying, oh, don't worry about that. As you mentioned, the Inflation Reduction Act, that might be the name, but it's a huge environmental bill that includes a lot of things such as the tax credits necessary um, to make these kind of developments. 
It might say Inflation Reduction Act, but no, you are not reducing inflation. This is all about green and green, green. Is this how you unify the nation? Is this how you create the or, or build up the soul of the nation? By lying to them? We are in, uh, 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 I think we are in, in the darkest timeline, as Abed would say. We're, we're, in, we're in some bad stuff that half the nation doesn't believe Biden could unify a nation or even understands the soul of the nation. You think the soul of the nation is about retribution? If you want to argue that Donald Trump instigated and incited an insurrection on January 6th, you can. I don't believe that to be the case. If you tell me that riots are wrong, I'll agree with you. But many people didn't agree with riots being wrong in all the places we mentioned, only when it happened at the Capitol. That's a weird take in my view. But if I disagree that it was an insurrection, but I agree that it was a riot, is my soul half intact? What is Joe Biden going to say tonight that's going to make us believe that he has got the, 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 uh, an understanding of the soul of America and how to bring us together? What, what are we actually going to see? What, what makes us think he's got anything to offer? Maybe we're the wrong people asking the wrong question. Or maybe we're asking the right question to the wrong people. Maybe the question is, exactly what is it that the, that, that the American people could accept? Do they hate Trump so much that they're willing to look the other way on inflation? On, on the cost of food? On the cost of energy? They're willing to look the, the other way on general happiness. They're willing to look the other way and allow the woke scolds to continue to dominate uh, their children's education. That's uh, all, all because orange man bad? I don't buy into that being the driving force for Americans. However... If you take a look at the generic congressional ballot, you've got Dems with a slight lead. Ah, oh, the red wave is over. It's done with. It's kaput. Well, this is certainly the uh, what they want to build on. It is certainly what they want to build on. And certainly what this, this speech is tonight is to make the greatest effort possible for 2022 and somehow keep in control of the House. Now, I've always said the Senate is 50-50. I don't know how the Senate's going to break down. But it is a pretty remarkable thing to watch. Pretty remarkable indeed that Biden believes he is a uniter while calling half the country a threat to democracy. When half the country thinks the FBI is the threat to democracy that the DOJ is the threat to democracy. That people who don't believe in free speech, the FBI and the DOJ working with big tech, which would be far closer to the real definition of fascism 
are the threat to democracy. I can't imagine this speech is going to move Americans. But I'll be watching it so you don't have to because I love you, Boo Bear. Yes, I do. I'm Tony Katz. The water issue in Mississippi is getting worse. State emergency has state of emergency has been declared. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. The entire water system in Jackson, Mississippi has failed because of the flooding which took out the water treatment facility. There's been basically no drinking water. The Pearl River is what has uh, flooded due to intense rains, cresting at I think 36 feet. I mean, frightening stuff. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you guys. So the vast majority of people in the capital uh, city, they don't have running water. They've been under a boil advisory for more than a month. You're talking about 150,000 people that don't have water to drink or flush toilets, cook, shower. You have got yourself a problem. Now, slowly but surely, bottled water is making its way into uh, the, the the area. What's interesting is that they went back, took a look at the history of water in Jackson, Mississippi, right? I, I, I can't say I have any level of expertise. Since they installed the water system, they're like, yeah, this has not worked. The first call to the upgrade was 1948, and they're still using a lot of those pipes. This infrastructure conversation is one that we do need to embrace. The systems that we put in in the 40s and the 50s, it's 70, 80 years, people. How long did we think these things would work? You have to be able to do it again. You got to be able to, to, to fix these things or reimplement these things. But if you create a situation by which you have these onerous rules and regulations that make it cost prohibitive or not impossible, or the work actually impossible because you couldn't dig in the spot you did dig 40 years ago, you have no shot. So infrastructure projects and infrastructure costs are something that we have to bear the cost of. It's just the way it is. But none of it can be done if the city or the municipality or the state or the country isn't willing to recognize that their regulations make the make this making the situation better impossible if they don't recognize it it can't be fixed this is tony katz today so i come to you with something hard to hear yeah, I think you know by now we don't shy away from certain conversations. Although I will tell you there have been things that I've been unable to talk about on air. Like, I just don't have the stomach for it. I don't have the capability for it. Uh, when uh, Jared Fogle, the subway guy, and it was discovered that he was a pedophile and he was uh, trying to have sex with minors and engaged in photos with sex with minors, however, the particulars of the case went down, I can remember uh, turning to my program director 
and saying, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving this to news. I'm not doing this story. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you guys. 833-GOT-TONY. Feel free. Call in. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. I know when I'm... I don't, I don't have it. That's more than I can handle. But I have tried my best to cover the the madness and the danger of thinking that children can determine their gender and the violence therein. I have uh, hopefully done so in a way that proves the point, that exposes uh, the, the, the madness and the violence at play. And when California says they're going to be a sanctuary for transgender children and their families, you're a sanctuary for what? By making the claim that children can decide their gender, you are an abuser. Say it again without any fear. If you believe children can change their gender, and we're not talking about saying something. We're talking about the idea of medicines, of puberty blockers, of surgeries, of self-mutilation. You are an abuser, and there's no place for you in civilized society. There is a place for you in a cell. That is what I think of these people. And when the state of California wants to engage this way, when the state of California wants to say we're going to be we're going to be a sanctuary, it's just pure evil. It isn't caring, it isn't wokeness, it isn't somehow decency, it's evil. This audio came up on my feed. I have a service that I use that grabs audio clips from all over the place and things that are trending and things that, uh, you know, are, are, they think are newsworthy uh, and, and uh, have access everywhere. This was an El Paso teacher. And according to the uh, story that also exists at KTSM, where El Paso schools are investigating a teacher talking about pedophiles, students are saying it was taken out of context. I now share with you the audio in question. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it. Yeah, no, We're going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. I will judge people because they want to have a sex with a five-year-old. Now, this whole thing of, 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 of maths, I don't, I don't know what, what, what that was. I didn't know... Uh, we, we had uh, special names for these people. But hear it again, and let's figure out if this is taken out of context. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it. Yeah, no, 
stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people no. like that. What? Stop it. Diego. Yeah, no We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Oh. Not maths. Maps. Maps. Right? That That's what the teacher said. Minor attracted persons. The problem with word manipulation, like, for example, they don't want to call inmates inmates. They're now, uh, is it incarcerated individual or something like that? It's the idea that calling them inmates is, 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 is offensive to them. Well, I don't care about offending somebody who wants to have sex with five-year-olds, nor do I care about offending somebody who has had sex with a five-year-old because that is rape, that is abuse, and there is nothing that we could do to that person that is too extreme. Thank goodness I am not fully in charge of the justice system. Thank goodness we are a people of cooler heads and we are a nation of laws and not men. Because if we were a nation of men, Tony Katz would be in charge and the pedophiles wouldn't see the light of day. It's just being honest. Minor attracted persons, let me try and, and play it this way for people who want to think that there's somehow there's something reasonable to that. I believe that everybody has a fetish. Absolutely everybody on the globe has a kink. Some are absolutely acceptable. Some are harmless. Some are less acceptable. But you're an adult, and if you're engaged with another adult, uh, as long as you have a safe word, I think you're good. My safe word, Albuquerque. And then there are some fetishes and some kinks that are not acceptable. They are violent. They are destructive. They are abusive of other people. They are abusive of children. Just because you are born some way, and let's also be clear that there are some people who are indeed born with predilections. That doesn't mean that the society has to accept it. That means I'm sorry for you. But this is the way it is. You're going to have to keep that one under wraps. You're going to have to figure out a way to deal with that one. You can never let that one be normalized in society. Any kink, any fetish that involves subjugating another person, hurting another person, harming another person isn't okay. And you say to me, well, the, the child could decide. No, 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 no. This is where it falls apart. A child cannot decide. Which is why the people in California who want to be a sanctuary for transgender children are child abusers because children can't decide. Oh, their parents have decided that it's okay to mutilate their kids? Also child abusers. Because you can mutilate yourself. You want to remove your breasts if you're a woman? Go right ahead. You want to have uh, breast implants if you're a man? Go ahead. You want, you want to do what? Knock yourself out. You're a grown-up. It's your life. I may not think it's the best thing to do. But I don't have to approve. 
Okay? I don't have to approve. But when it's children, we're not in the place of do you give your child this medical treatment or that medical treatment? I believe parents get to make that call and we engage lawsuits over the idea of medical treatments. But we're talking about medical treatments to something we know is killing them or harming them. The decision to choose one's gender isn't that thing. That is a mental conversation. That is the why we create the diagnoses of gender dysphoria. And the answer to that is not to allow a child to make the determination that the answer is the mutilation of their body. The reason we may give a child radiation is to kill the cancer in them. If they didn't have the cancer in them, we would never give them any level of radiation because that is also hurting them. But the hope is it will hurt the cancer, the cancerous cells multiplying at an unacceptable rate and kill them, allowing the person to then stop the radiation and survive and thrive and have a better life. There is something, an actual thing that we can see. A child being able to say, well, that thing is, 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 is my mind, and I need to make these physical changes to, to, to solve the problem in my mind. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing at all. And anybody who wants to go down that road is um, diseased. I'm not somebody who has any quarter here on these subjects. Two students who were in the class where this uh, audio, this, this video was taken, uh, this teacher saying uh, we're going to call them not pedophiles, we're going to call them MAPS, minor attracted persons, saying don't judge people because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Two of the students said the social media clip was taken out of context, was part of a larger discussion and exercise on political questions during an introduction to the crucible. So on the whiteboard, it said age doesn't matter when it comes to love. And the teacher said, you're not allowed to label people like that. The class said they're called pedophiles. The teacher said, stop it. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps, minor attracted person. So don't judge people because they want to have sex with five-year-olds. Um, even in context, I don't quite understand the purpose of the assignment. But you'll note that there'll be a lot of people on radio and other places who never even look to see, well, what, it, what, what was happening here? I only hope we're, we're different in that in many, many other ways. Good ways. But even this explanation, age doesn't matter when it comes to love. How is this the, the, the assignment? Because they were, they were analyzing Arthur Miller?
Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm not quite sure. I mean, the crucible is, uh, is, um, is really about communism. Uh, I, I'd have to go back and check myself and give the crucible a reread or at least a cursory glance. I'm not quite sure this, this, this is going to satisfy. I am, and, and I would take it to a part two. The amount of people who believe that these conversations are happening and people defending this stuff is through the roof because oh, look what's happening in, in San Francisco. People are defending this stuff and it's going through the roof. But this is worth digging into. What was the assignment? Why was the teacher going down this road? What was the purpose here? Was there some kind of critical thinking at play? Really and truly? I have questions. Many, many questions. I do know that I have not moved on my thesis. You cannot, 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 cannot ever excuse the abusing of children. Children need to be protected more often than not from themselves. Children cannot make the decisions of adults because they are children. And anytime you want to make the claim that a child can make a decision, you are admitting that you believe in the elimination of the parent, and you admit that you are a believer in abusing the kid. We're not talking about choosing what you want for dinner. We're talking the real choices. That children need to be protected from because they don't have all of the data nor the mind to be able to do it. If we're not a society that protects children, what the bloody hell society are we? I'm Tony Katz. Governor Greg Abbott is quietly doing the work as you find he is taking people who have crossed the border illegally and saying, hey, uh, Texas is just a way station. You're actually going to Chicago. You're going to New York. You're going all over. And uh, he sent two buses to Chicago. And uh, Mayor um, Lori Lightfoot is absolutely out of her mind about it. Like, she she is out of her head about the the whole thing, and you know Greg Abbott. He's actually, uh, you know, uh, I, I I have a, a quote uh, from from Greg Abbott. I do what I want. Did it play? Oh man, good. I was ha- I was having some problems, and maybe it's better now. Greg Abbott does not care. You think that it's the job of Texas to just take hit after hit after hit? You think it's the job of Texas just to accept all these people and pay for it and that's it? If everybody feels the pain in the country, maybe we'll get something done. My kingdom to have some bipartisan movement on the border. But to the people who say that Greg Abbott is disgusting and despicable and he's using human beings as political props... That's exactly what's happening now.
Everyone should see what's going on. Everyone should see what is happening. And then maybe we can put a stop to it. But to put a stop to it, we have to accept certain things. And those things include that the United States is a sovereign nation. It is entitled to a border. And no, it is not the job of the United States to A, accept every person, or B, provide for every person some level of economic security that makes certain woke folk happy. That is not the job. We're endangering ourselves, and we could fix this and still have legal immigration and be a better country for it. It's just a question of willpower, and right now, uh, they would rather have the problem than a solution. That's very obvious. This is Tony Katz today.